Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. whole bunch of people sent me this story, and uh, part of it takes place in Detroit. And modern technology uh, is a fascinating thing, but once in a while people get lazy and rely too much on it, and then bad things can happen. So here we go from Ars Technica. Benj Edwards wrote this. Innocent pregnant woman jailed amid faulty facial recognition trend. U.S. police departments continue to use the tech despite low accuracy and obvious mismatches. And here's the thing. If facial recognition says, we think this is who that person is in that footage you got there, well, you don't just go and arrest the person and call it a day. You investigate to see if it is. Use of facial recognition software led Detroit police to falsely arrest a 32-year-old woman for robbery and carjacking. And that's according to the New York Times. She was eight months pregnant, and she was detained for 11 hours, questioned, had her iPhone seized, and it's the latest in a string of false arrests due to use of facial recognition technology, which many critics point out is not reliable. And again, that's not why they arrested her. It's the fact that they misused it. They said, oh, a computer told us you did it. See? And, and, and computers are never wrong. The mistake seems particularly notable because the surveillance footage used to falsely identify her did not show a pregnant woman. And she is uh, very visibly pregnant at the time of her arrest. The incident began with an automated facial recognition search by the Detroit Police Department. A man who was robbed reported the crime. And police used a system to run surveillance video footage against a database of criminal mugshots. Now, this woman did have a mugshot in the system from uh, 2015, and uh, it identified her as a match. It said, yeah, this is her. After that, the victim, the victim wrongly confirmed her identification from a photo lineup. So they put a bunch of mugshots in front of him and said, do you see her? And, she, and the victim said, yeah, that, that appears to be her right there. So she was charged in court with robbery and carjacking and released on a $100,000 personal bond. A, uh, a month later, the charges against her were dismissed by the Wayne County prosecutor, and she has filed a lawsuit for wrongful arrest against the city of Detroit and the police chief. Uh, and by the way, the police chief has stated the allegations are concerning and that the matter is being taken seriously. According to the New York Times, this incident is the sixth recent reported case where an individual was falsely accused as a result of facial recognition technology used by police, and the third, the third to happen in Detroit. Uh, now, this might be coincidental, but all six individuals have been black. The Detroit Police Department runs an average of 125 facial recognition searches per year, almost exclusively on black men, according to data reviewed by the Times. The city of Detroit currently faces three lawsuits related to wrongful arrests based on the use of facial recognition technology. Advocacy groups, including the American Civil Liberties Union, are calling for more evidence collection in cases involving automated searches, as well as an end to practices that have led to false arrests. So again, you get some surveillance footage. It's grainy. It's always from a weird angle. It's always choppy and from far away, but they, they get some footage. They feed it through a system that goes, yeah, we, we, we know who this is. This is this person. You don't just go out and arrest that person and go, oh, our job is done. But that's the temptation, right? If you're the, if you're the police officer and someone says that's them, but all you got to do 
is, oh, I don't know, take the photograph from the surveillance footage and then look at the actual person and go, hmm, I wonder if, I wonder if this is correct or not. Now, the woman's arrest and the recent trend of false arrests has sparked a new round in an ongoing debate about the reliability of facial recognition technology in criminal investigations. Uh, critics of the trend highlights the weaknesses of this technology and the risks it poses to innocent people. It's particularly risky for dark-skinned people. And now, I know some people are going to go, Steve, this is not always about race. Well, believe it or not, this entire issue does hinge on photographs and how photographs are examined, in essence, by a machine. And so if there appears to be a trend with certain kinds of photographs, you can look at that and go, gee, I wonder what's going on there. And so we're not saying that the program is racist. We're just simply saying the program appears to have trouble when the subject's skin is darker. And so why that is, I don't know. I'm not an expert in facial recognition technology. However, a 2020 post on the Harvard University website details the pervasive racial discrimination within facial recognition technology, highlighting research that demonstrates significant problems with accurately identifying black individuals. And keep in mind, they test this stuff. They don't just launch it on the public. So what they'll do, I presume, is take a bunch of photographs of people and then shoot surveillance footage of people and run them through the machine and see if the machine can identify the correct person from the correct footage. I mean, I, I assume they would do that. And the question is, if you ran tests with white subjects and then ran tests with black subjects and then ran tests with different races of subjects with different colored skins, the question then is, is it just as accurate across the board? And if not, you may need to go back and tweak your algorithms a bit. A 2022 report from Georgetown Law on facial recognition use in law enforcement found that despite 20 years of reliance on this, the reliability of face recognition as it is typically used in criminal investigations has not yet been established. Further, a statement from Georgetown on its report said that as a biometric investigative tool, face recognition may be particularly prone to errors arising from subjective human judgment, cognitive bias, low-quality or manipulated evidence, and underperforming technology, that it doesn't work well enough to reliably serve the purposes for which law enforcement agencies themselves want to use it. So the low accuracy of the technology comes from multiple sources, including unproven algorithms, bias in training data sets, different photo angles, and low-quality images used to identify suspects. Now, some of that will get better. Nowadays, you can buy security cameras that are extremely high quality with their imagery that are inexpensive. That technology is becoming more and more affordable. So that's, that's going to change. But some of this other stuff, you know, a camera angle can make a big difference in how somebody looks. Also, facial structure isn't as unique of an identifier that people think it is, especially when combined with other factors like low-quality data. So I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, different images they use to show you how facial recognition works, but they, they get a photograph of your face, and then it does things like mark where your eyes are, where your nose is, where your chin is, and, and then starts measuring all of these various things in relationship to each other. And then apparently comes up with some kind of way to categorize that and then compare it to photographs of other people to see if anybody has the same matching characteristics. But again... When the machine kicks one out and goes, yes, this is the best match we could find, 
They shouldn't say, oh, we found our person. They should say, oh, we've got somebody we should go look at. The low accuracy rate seems even more troublesome when paired with a phenomenon called automation bias, which is a tendency to trust the decisions of machines despite evidence to the contrary. So these issues have led some cities to ban its use, including San Francisco, Oakland, and Boston. However, some cities are beginning to rethink bans on face recognition as a crime-fighting tool amid a surge in crime and increased lobbying from developers. As for the woman in Detroit, her experience left her hospitalized for dehydration, and she was deeply traumatized. Her attorney emphasized to the New York Times the need for police to conduct further investigation after a facial recognition hit, rather than relying solely on the technology. It's scary. I'm worried, he said. Someone always looks like someone else. And we've seen those people, those doppelgangers we have. And uh, occasionally I have people tell me I look like somebody else. I, I won't say it because it'll start an argument. However, the point is I've got no problem with them using it as an investigative tool. An investigative tool. Meaning that it's one of the things that they do to investigate. So somebody says, I got a photograph of the person who committed the crime. And they take a look at the photograph. And if, if the people who make the facial recognition technology say that that is an appropriate photograph to use, you put it in the system and see what happens. And if it kicks out, somebody goes, we found a match. You don't treat it like, oh, we've solved the crime. You treat it like, oh, we have just gotten a lead that might take us somewhere. Might but we won't know until we actually do some further investigation. And so here, where they picked up a woman who was eight months pregnant in response to a machine saying she looks like somebody in the database here, uh, or she looks like somebody on the surveillance footage who's not pregnant. Guess why the machine made the mistake? I, now, again, I, I told you at the top, I'm not an expert in facial recognition technology. But I'm just guessing that the facial recognition technology isn't tasked with looking at other parts of the anatomy. And so it didn't bother checking to see whether she was pregnant or not. And of course, that again might show in some people's faces a little bit, but not as much as in other parts of their body. So it's, it's, you know, it's another tool and it can be used appropriately, but it can be misused. And unfortunately... People do tend to get lazy and go, oh, my job is done here. Time to move on to the next one. And no, your job isn't done if you didn't do it right. So you can't rely on the facial recognition technology to solve the crime for you. It is simply another tool in the toolbox. So thank you to everybody who sent it to me. This version is from Ars Technica. Ben Edwards wrote it. Innocent pregnant woman jailed in Detroit amid faulty facial recognition trend and it's happened to other people. Questions, comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Money can't buy happiness, but it sure makes misery easier to live with.